a brand new edition of The Call. It is a Baltimore Ravens podcast where we talk anything and everything Baltimore Ravens football. Thank you all for listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Well, it is draft week, everybody. The draft is happening. We've got some new players entering the NFL. Plenty of them coming out. And we're going to have some new Ravens. Five new Ravens. For now, could be more. We don't know. We'll see. But uh, here we go. Joining me, as always, to talk all about it, my buddy Josh. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm excited for the draft, brother. Uh, I can't wait to get this thing started. But... Ravens are in an interesting position that in recent years. They usually have a slew of draft picks, five draft picks this year. Yeah, we're kind of it's kind of like uncharted territories. It's been a long time since we've had that few. Little light on the loot here, man. Five draft picks and the draft they don't even draft in the second round. They pick twenty second overall and don't pick till eighty six overall in the third round. So that's a big gap. That is a big gap. But I gotta say, I mean, Roquan Smith, that's that's a pretty good second rounder. I know it's unfortunate we don't have a second rounder, but that's our our Roquan Smith is our pick there. I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah, and that, that's exactly where I wanted to go with it. Yeah, I mean, you have to remember we get, had to give up to get some, right? You have to give up to get, and uh, we got Roquan Inc. to a long-term deal last year. We know the impact of the defense here. You're right. Looking at the player it is, I think that's a pretty, pretty good second-round draft pick knowing that who you're going to get there. So folks got to keep that in mind. You know, I've always said that the Ravens kind of overvalued their draft picks in, in a sense. I mean, they're important, right, to build your team and, and have to have draft capital to build your team for the future. That's how you get new players and influx and draft these guys. But in the same regard, we never see the Ravens get involved in trades. Remember, like last year, we we're like, huh. like, yeah, I know they traded. Now they got involved in the trade last year in the draft. You might say, Josh, they traded last year. We get that. You know, I'm talking about like, you know, the blockbuster trades you see that happen in the NFL all the time. They involve draft picks. And I've always said time and time again, the Ravens overvalue, especially wide receiver. Now, last year we knew that, you know, during the draft a year ago, they traded mid – they followed the trend, which was a crazy first round. You know, the Eagles obviously traded and got A.J. Brown, and they made the Super Bowl, and that was a big deal, you know, a blockbuster there. And then the Ravens – splashed in their own regard in, in trading away Hollywood Brown and getting another first round draft pick and sent all Ravens nation to a frenzy. Like, what are they going to do with what's going to happen? And of course they draw draft Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Lindebaum who have been studs for us uh, accordingly and uh, finished with some high grades and high praise. So who knows what the Ravens might do here? You know, there's some things that still need to be settled, but I know the Ravens sitting at 22 overall not sure where they're going to go. You know, there's speculation across the board. We can certainly, we'll certainly talk about it. I want to hear your perspective. You know, certainly gave my perspective of prediction where they might go at 22, at least just focusing on the first round, you know, the, the not to discount and, and ignore the subsequent rounds, you know, three through six, 
but really harder to gauge on a mock draft what they might be. We're certainly for simplistic purposes when just concentrating around one, which all eyes will be on tomorrow night uh, from Kansas City. Uh, right now, picks one to 32 on the docket. Uh, and I can't wait to see what unfolds. And uh, there was speculation out there, right? You know, I posted out there that like last year round one was crazier and folks are thinking it's going to be even wilder, um, you know, with, with things that might transpire. So I can't wait till the fireworks start. There's already been some rumors out there regarding the Ravens and this whole Arizona Cardinal DeAndre Hopkins situation. What, what say you of this situation? Do you think if they're where there's smoke, there's fire? Do you think, it's a pipe dream. You think the Ravens can pull this off? Do you think it's a mutual interest? I, I mean, I've been hearing all kinds of stuff all, all up and down the radar on this one, man. What, what say you? Yeah, I, I've heard a little bit of everything this time around. Uh, you know, Pat McAfee show, they covered the DeAndre Hopkins stuff. And, you know, former TNA tag team champion Adam Pacman Jones was on there saying that DeAndre Hopkins, the trade would be happening on uh, Thursday. And uh, he didn't say the Ravens were specifically involved, but he said that was definitely a possibility. Allegedly, Lamar said with this contract thing going on with the Ravens, go get me Odell, go get me uh, Hopkins, and and then we can talk again. So could uh, could that happen? Could he become a wide receiver? Uh, I don't know, but that's definitely a possibility. DeAndre Hopkins is sitting out there right now. Who knows? But... If you're looking at some of what the uh, the uh, uh, experienced journalists are saying with that 22nd pick, a lot of them are saying it's either going to be a cornerback or a wide receiver. Now, if DeAndre Hopkins does get picked up, I don't see them making a wide receiver pick in the first round because you've got two veteran guys right there. Uh, you've already signed them, so maybe you do go more with a cornerback. But uh, Sarah Ellison, she listed a wide receiver two cornerbacks uh jameson hensley he listed a cornerback from maryland which actually is is kind of cool uh the guys over at the lounge podcast they listed a cornerback and a wide receiver so i mean it seems to be the trend going there good morning football had a wide receiver at number 22 for us but the wildest one i've seen so far comes from cbs sports and it's from Bryant McFadden, who was a former NFL cornerback, he actually said that the Ravens would be picking an edge rusher at number 22, but the big news was that they would be trading Lamar Jackson to the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for Trey Lance, the number 99 pick, and two first-rounders in 24 and 25. So that one, I was like, all right, well, this guy's definitely thinking outside the box, but... Wow, what a what a prediction there for that one. Um, I like I like to trade to San Fran, but he lost me at Trey Lance. Um, not even the draft picks. I I told him my group chat today we're talking San Fran. I want Debo and CMC, and everybody's uh -huh. like, "Go JK." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." It, Debo's got to be in the. I can't. All right, I can understand CMC, but I'm like CMC is one of the most dynamic players right now, and I was like, or maybe even trade, maybe a, a combination of a JK and because JK's on his rookie deal, so I was like, look, trade him. He's just coming off a, a, an injury, you know, trade him, get CMC back. And I said, yeah, if Lamar's going to San Fran, I do Trey Lance. Yeah. Like that's as exciting as watching paint dry. No, I'm not getting <laughs> Trey Lance. I want the, it's easier said than done, but if we're going to talk just scenarios out there without any contracts or money involved, yeah, 
if you're getting Lamar, I want Debo and CMC. No questions asked, but yeah, you know, it's not a fair shake, but whatever. Except for this one, this, this one guy from CBS sports, everyone says cornerback or wide receiver. Now it really is a toss up if you think about it, because cornerback you need someone to replace uh, Marcus Peters uh, that's a, a pretty big hole that we're missing right now and they're in need of that but wide receiver yes you just got Odell Beckham but it is only for a one-year deal if you're if you're not like we just talked about it last show if you're thinking past this year and you're not going to go the LA Rams route and just put all your money into this one year if you are thinking past that this one year and Odell doesn't work out because he is an older guy he could get hurt again do you go wide receiver in the first round? So I don't know. This 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 first rounder needs to be someone that is going to come into this league this year and make an immediate impact. We saw that with Kyle Hamilton and with uh, Tyler Lindenbaum last year. We've seen that a lot in the past, but we've seen the Ravens whiff in the first round a few times. But this one needs to be a specific, yeah, this guy's got to make an impact now. I personally, I want to see the guy from Maryland. I want to see the guy, the cornerback, Deontay Banks. I want to see this guy come in. I think it's a great story. Lifelong Ravens fan. He kind of grew up in the the Ravens community, uh, you know, some of the the community stuff that they have done. I, I think that's a great story, and cornerback is definitely a spot we need them. So personally, I'm leaning more towards a cornerback than I am a wide receiver right now. What about you? No, yeah, you, you kind of – knew where I was going to probably go with that. Yeah. I want corner for it is especially look receivers are great, but with the Ravens track record of uh, being so great at drafting receivers, obviously being very sarcastic, um, not saying Odell Beckham is the end all fix all, right? We know what he is. Uh, it's going to be an impact player for sure. Can't wait to see what he's got, but um, you know, he's not somebody that obviously is definitely in the back end of his career. He's not, you know, he's not young and healthy and spry, but neither is Bateman. So, like I said before, people are going to complain about Beckham all they want. They just signed a receiver with 15 to 18, upwards 18 million for one year, and he's coming off an injury. I'm like, and you guys forget about Rashad Bateman, who hasn't played a full season since he's been drafted. Now, I'm not saying he's a complete bust like Rashad Perryman and the rest, but you can't. I just tweeted somebody right for the show. You can't, you can't really say much if you don't stay healthy and contribute like we need to see that yeah and he made some plays when he was healthy earlier last year then he got hurt and obviously it's a big big deal and big impact and who knows what that's going to look like coming off and that's why i feel like i want corner more than receiver because we've been more steady at that and with the league being more pass happy pass happy i'm okay with adding another corner especially now that you not saying like you know, there's no faith in what we currently have. Uh, but I think that's a need for the Ravens currently. So, I, and I would love a hometown guy. Um, we got Deontay Banks, man. It'd be great to draft the Terp. Ravens haven't done it since Torrey Smith. I, I feel like um, it'd be a great addition to the team. Lifelong Raven. Another name out there uh, for draft sake is uh, Joey Porter Jr. Big time. Yep. We know, uh, we know about his father, don't we? We sure do. Uh, that would add a little flair and flavor to, uh, a Ravens-Steelers rivalry for sure. So I can see something of that nature uh, coming down. But, I, Nate, look, not to say if Zay Flowers is there, scoop him up. Um, that's one of the biggest names of wide receiver that's being thrown out there in the first round. And um, I've seen a few mocks of him going to the Ravens. Good Morning Football did the mock, and I think Kyle Brandt had him at going 21 just before the Ravens. So Correct. he's yep. definitely been there in the 20s. So 
that and I, I feel like if he's there, even if the Ravens end up pulling, if they can make it work and they pull trade for D Hop and they have D Hop, Bateman, uh, and uh, Odell Beckham on the team, and say Flowers is sitting there, if Flowers is going to be your future, why not scoop him up? But I feel like if the right receiver is there and he falls, get him. Uh, but I'm going corner. My pick's corner. I mean, like I said, draft surprises are all. The Ravens can really do anything with that pick. But I think, you know, it's not like years past where it's like they could pick linemen, they can pick defensive end. It's like it was like a hodgepodge of players. Like you can go anywhere. They can go skill. They can go anywhere on defense. Here it's like you kind of know where they need to go and they need to make it count because they don't pick until the third. But I will say this. We know that the Ravens and EDC like to stockpile and accumulate picks by trading and falling back. So what does that look like? Does he trade, you know, maybe late first round and gives up his 22nd position? Does he gain a second or does he gain two seconds and picks early in the second round, which is almost, it's almost like virtually. And if you pick like 33, 34, 35, you're starting the first, starting the second round, two, three picks in. It's almost like drafting the first rounder, right? And they got, you know, there's some talent that fell last year. Remember, David Ajaba fell because of an injury, and the Ravens scooped him up in the second round last year. So, you know, let's see what the Ravens do. I wouldn't be surprised if they draft a uh, day trade and the Ravens either trade down or fall out of the first round um, altogether to accumulate, you know, more seconds and thirds maybe because the talent pool, I'm not sure. But just for the sake of the five picks that they have, um, I want them to really hit a home run with the 22nd row because, again, they don't pick until round three, 86. They have round four, five, and six covered. No round seven this year. There's your picks. There's you know there's five to be had. Uh, it's covering a span of um, you know the rounds there accordingly from one to six with two excluded, seven excluded. So see, I can't wait to see how it stacks up. But those are the names and and how I see draft strategy for the Ravens showing up. But again, the Ravens surprise us all by pulling off a draft day trade and draft night trade on round one and traded away Brown, which no one knew was coming and apparently it was already in the works because he was already in Arizona that same night. So the Ravens continue surprise and shock and all. So who knows if something of that nature is effect. And if it, if anything involves number eight, it's, I think, I think social media might break. If, if there's a trade that involves number eight, (laughs) I think it might explode because everybody you're going to have, again, it's going to be divided. Hit the people are going to be like, what? And lose their minds. And then people are going to be like, yay. And then see what they get for them. But like, dude, it's going to be absolutely bonkers. If something like that comes on the pike. Um, but I say, if it ever does, they better get a King's ransom for it. Um, uh, because look, Ravens, they, I feel like, look, he's mutual for the Ravens. He fits. If he fits here, the offense here. And if he were to go elsewhere, they got to tailor the offense to him. And I feel like there's only a small minute of teams that could probably happen. And who knows? I mean, Kyle Shanahan loves those kind of players. I know San Francisco has been thrown out there. We'll see. I don't know, man. It, I'm excited because once tomorrow night starts, it's going to be a crazy weekend no matter what. So uh, can't wait to see how it shakes out starting tomorrow night in Kansas City. Yeah. And let me ask you. So we saw Calais Campbell. He left town. He is now a part of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, very sad to see former call guest, uh, hit the road so soon, but do you see them drafting someone that could potentially take Calais Campbell's spot, or is that something you think could potentially be done uh, more internal? No, I think that that for his spot, I think they might use the late rounds for that specific reason. Um, You know, 
Now, for players and, and who might, you might, you know, someone might ask me that, okay, Josh, who that might be, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but I will say this, that's what I, I think they're going to target the mid to late rounds to fill that void. I don't think it's going to come in by way of free agency or trade, um, especially with that position. It's it's more a position of luxury. I mean, yeah, it's a need, right? Oh, Clay Campbell left, we need that. But, you know, you know, we can look at that roster and see, okay, they can shuffle around and then, and draft the right players to groom up and put in that position. Um, but I think the draft with these five picks, if it stands where it is now, um, maybe third, fourth rounder, you know, plug in there. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what comes. It's going to be hard to replace the services of a big Clay's Campbell like that. Um, we wish him the best down in Atlanta, but, you know, the best case scenario is that the Ravens draft it. I just don't, yeah, I would actually have to go out there and look on the free agent pool left and see what players out there for the type of services. And, you know, I, I don't, for the life of me, I can't recall a big name or any recognizable names being out there. If you have any of that, you know, feel free to share, but I, I don't have any names that pop off top or pump off the page for me. So, um, you know, we'll see what they can do in the draft, but I think that's how they're going to attack it, especially with some of the players that, you know, got jettisoned out there for, um, you know, different teams and they couldn't stay on the Ravens and got, you know, different contracts and whatnot. And, um, think the Ravens are going to fill. They usually what happens is they use the draft capital to refill back in the range, but they lost in either free agency or retirement. But, you know, given that they have five picks, they kind of got to be careful, right? You have to make every pick count. Every pick should count no matter if you have 12, 7, 8, 9, 10 draft picks. doesn't matter. They all should – you should make each one count, you know, whether they're the first round or the seventh round. But, you know, now this year more than that, they definitely have to really hone in on the right player and make sure it's the perfect fit for the team. Now, we have one quarterback that is signed, sealed, and delivered. We have Tyler Huntley. He's signed for at least one more year. He'll become an unrestricted free agent after this upcoming season. But Lamar is still a big question mark. Do you see them using one of these five picks on a quarterback? Obviously, in these later rounds, isn't going to be a starter. It's not going to be, uh, you know, a uh, like we saw with the 49ers last year. Uh, it's not going to be Mr. Irrelevant or something like that. But is there a chance that one of these later rounds could get a QB to have for a couple more years once Tyler Huntley's gone and could be a backup? I don't think they're going to get quarterback at all. Um, not at all? No. The only way I see that is it between now and the round one is if there is a big blockbuster trade and involves eight to be outside of Baltimore and they get rid of them that way via trade and they don't get a quarterback in return, then I can see them, you know, and if that were to happen, they would definitely probably make a trade with one of these teams that have a top draft pick to probably draft the quarterback. So that's the only reason why they would use this year's draft to draft a quarterback is if they trade the current one and improve their position from 22nd up into the top 10, maybe, you know, or top 15, top 10, obviously there because they're going to need to get in the top of the, the pile there to draft the quarterback because there are a few teams uh, that are up there. They're going to probably draft one. Um, and you might want to be up there to get them. So, you know, obviously Bryce Young is CJ Stroud or one of the two that are up there. And Richardson has been mentioned to Anthony Richardson. So I'm excited to see what could happen, but no, I don't think they used not even the mid to late rounds for a quarterback. I think that at that point you cut your losses. They've already signed Huntley back uh, for a tender here uh, under contract. So, you know, you, we already know what he is um, and his familiarity with the franchise and team and offense. So um, not to say not he, if Lamar were to be traded in some crazy fashion that 
Tyler Huntley is going to be QB one. I think they're going to obviously make that uh, a different scenario for the Ravens on the quarterback and get a better option under center. But uh, again, I, I just don't see, I don't see what, what the draft capital they have this year of drafting a quarterback when they have Tyler Huntley already in there. Lamar more than likely looks like he might be a Raven, but who knows? Still a battle. It's still being worked out. It's still drama filled. And so Josina Anderson, who is a reporter right now at NFL Insider for CBS Sports um, and, you know, previously ESPN, she tweeted out just three little emojis, nothing mentioning the Ravens or nothing. You don't even know what this is a reference to, right? And and uh, she put a phone emoji, a paper and pencil emoji, like a note take and a trophy. And Lamar quote tweets it with a SpongeBob gift that's like surprised and any like smirks or smiles. And he's got a smiley emoji, obviously right there. And I'm like, and of course everybody is losing their minds. Like, yo, what's going on? It's happening in it. And I'm like, dude, I live for this. So like. Again, because it's pre it's pre draft day that we're recording right now, and it's like I live for that because I'm like I as soon as I get a notification with a player, I like look because I'm like you never know because that's usually the Ravens make a move, player reactions are like first and foremost. So, um, every dude, everybody's losing their minds. So, um, and Captain Defense right here with the reply from Lamar. He says, "Quote: I need to take a class in cryptic emoji reading 101. It must be a generational thing." I feel you, Captain D. Yeah, we feel because it's like it, I mean, it's just like you see that, and you're like, "What's it mean? What are they? What are they talking about?" And then, like I said, they could be trolling us because they know that we follow all this stuff, or you know, or something's really going on. But when you see that from Lamar, and Lamar's came in at nine fifty nine yesterday evening, and then Odell Beckham's comes in this afternoon. Uh, you know, he did it actually two hours ago, twelve oh seven p.m. today. So it's like. What is going on? So I don't know what he means by book him. And I, I personally thought it was from last night when he was watching the Phoenix Suns game with Devin Booker going off in the NBA playoffs. And I'm like, that was at 12 or 7 p.m. today. So it wasn't NBA playoffs last night. So what's he mean? So it got me thinking, like, what does that really mean? But who knows, man? I mean, they're going to say what they're going to say on the, on the uh, socials. But, you know, when, when there is uh, – you know, when, when there's pending breaking news and, and just the day before the draft, everybody's on edge, man. And with this whole, like, Lamar situation, is he going to sign a long-term deal? Is he going to be traded? What's going on? It's like anything a player tweets out, it's like people are just, like, they hang on every letter, every acronym, every emoji. It's like, what's going on? So I and, can't and I, see any folds out of I that. Think, I think Lamar knows that, too, because, like, they brought this up on Good Morning Football when, when the um, Jalen Hurts uh, contract happened. Everyone was talking about, oh, what what was everybody think on Twitter? And Lamar is quote tweeting about uh, some video with a fish in it. Like, I, I think he knows, like, everyone's wondering, like, oh, what's Lamar going to do next? And he's just messing with people, acting like he's not paying any attention whatsoever to what's going on around him. And he's, he's you know, looking at some guy fishing on Twitter. So, like, I, I don't take Lamar seriously on Twitter. I think he, he has fun with people. I think he messes with people. And I'm like, I just, I'm waiting for that verified uh uh ravens news you know the little bubble coming to the notification on my phone saying this has happened and then i'll be like all right now i'm gonna take this seriously <laughs> <laughs> and now and now someone's already coming out saying 
All I'm saying is Ian Rappaport had to hang up on the Pac Mackie show because I had to take an important call, and that was like an hour ago. So I'm like, this is like drama. I love it. It's just like finding these things, and it's like, I just wish I could just follow this full time instead of just like working. See, this like, is what the Hard Knocks show should have been like. Doing a Hard Knocks off season where you follow around a couple players that have like big contracts coming up. There's some must-watch TV right there. Are, are there any other uh, like glaring holes in, in this Ravens team that you really want them to address in this draft? I mean, wide receiver, cornerback, we've talked about that. We said we're not going for QB. Calais Campbell, again, big hole you've got to fill. But is there any other spot that you're like, they need to do this this year? You have to think maybe defensive line. You know, again, right where the interior where Calais was. Because, look, if you look at the skill positions, they're, yeah, receiver helps, especially with Bateman still being young but injured. You know, Duvernay, dynamic, young but injured. Um, he's got the potential. You've seen it last year. I mean, if, if Bateman and Duvernay were healthy last year, I think the Ravens, even without Lamar, with or with or without Lamar's injury, they do a lot better than what they did. Um, look at the skill positions. You got J.K. and Gus back. You got Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kohler, um, is tight ends. Their offensive line. Maybe you can make a case for maybe an offensive lineman. You, you don't want to forget about those guys. It's always good to pick up a guy there. Um, I think it could be in the interior on the lines, offense or defense, because you look. And corner. Obviously, we know corner receivers in need, but any other else, the receivers are kind of, you know, we can add to that. You got Beckham. You know, look at those skill positions. You know, the quarterback right now, right now it is Lamar until otherwise. Um, you look at defense, right? Linebackers are set. You got Patrick Queen. You got Roquan Smith. You got OA. Um, you got David Ajabo. So you got a, a good stable linebacker. You got Tyus Bowser. Um, you look at the corners, obviously there's a corner, you know, there's a position need, but you have Marlin right now. Safeties are, are pretty much set. I know Chuck Clark got, you know, got off the team. So um, maybe even safety in that secondary aspect could be another hole. Um, I really got to pull up and down the roster of C, but just thinking about players that have left and left those voids. But, you know, you can see where I'm going. You know, collectively, the Ravens have a good nucleus, yeah, there's a little holes here and there, but um, they got some draft capital this year, a little bit, you know, fewer and far in between, but they got it. They can make it be a trade, and we'll see what happens. But I think I think right now they're in a good spot, but they can certainly get better. But you got to stay healthy. I mean, you can draft the players and you can trade for players all you want, but you got to stay healthy. That's first and foremost. And if this team was healthy over the last two years, like they were in 2019, let's see you. And there's another name out there we're forgetting. Marcus Peters' contract is up. So do they bring him back for a lesser deal? He hasn't signed anywhere else, but his he's right now, technically, I don't think he's a Raven because his contract's up. So Correct. Uh, Justin uh, Houston's another name who is not a Raven right now. So there's yeah. names that could be forgotten because we're talking corner, and there's a reason Mark talking corner because Marcus Peters coming off the injury last year, uh, you know, the year before, and then, you know, not playing up to his ability, and then also he's – you know, does he get exercise another option? Who knows? But we'll see what happens with the Ravens when they bring if they were able to bring him in. Well, anything else we should cover for this episode of the call? No, man. I think we got it covered. Quote the Raven, never murder. All right, guys. Well, if you'd like to continue the conversation with Josh or I, you can. It's real easy. All you have to do is tweet to either one of us. You can tweet to me at Brando Cash. Josh, where can people tweet to you at? Always at Italian GQ 52. 
Now go over to check out our Discord, discord.gg slash thecallpodcast. Uh, check us out over there. Follow along with the draft on there as well. We'll be talking to you as the draft is happening over on Discord. And we are not going to be giving out any kind of military secrets like other people do over on their own Discords. But uh, we don't have access to any of that anyway. So we can't share any kind of information with you guys that way now we do this show for free you listen stream and download for free on apple podcast stitcher tune in player.fm overcast google podcast spotify facebook and youtube all we ask in return is for you to please spread the word about the show write us an apple podcast review rate us over on spotify let people know on facebook and twitter and tumblr and pinterest and instagram and reddit and snapchat and twitch and tiktok and hive and discord anywhere you're social on the web or with your phone say i'm a baltimore ravens fan i listen to the call and you should too Again, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the call podcast. Like us over there. Whenever a new show comes out, you'll be the first to know. And you can listen to our show directly over on Facebook. Now, I think that is pretty much it for the show this week. I do want to tell you, anybody that is local to Baltimore, if you are participating in the Brigance Brigade 5.7K at the zoo on Saturday, I will see you there. So uh, if you see me, come up, get a picture. We'll say hi, go Ravens, that type of thing. Uh, let me know if you're going to be there. Would love to to see anybody who's doing it. It's be my first group 5K. I've never done one before. I've done virtual ones on my own, but never in a uh, a big group like this. So that'll be a first for me. But that is it for the show this week. Josh, take us out the way you always do. You betcha, my friend. Absolutely. And I, I wanted to share this uh for my group chat, I got in a little fun, of course, you know, trolling the trades. Right. I was like, Breaking news. We traded the Ray Lewis statue to Philly for exchange for Rocky statue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get in on the fun too. I was like trolling everybody because everybody's like hanging on in the group chat. Just, I just looked in a in glance and of course people are like putting screenshots and stuff like that about the speculation and news that might happen. I'm like, everybody's just on edge, man. I love it. So yeah. We draft weekend, draft day. Can't wait to get it started. It's one of my favorite events of the year for the NFL. It really kicks off. Uh, it's that marquee event that kicks off the offseason. You're building your team. Trades happen. You know, fresh faces in the NFL and the rookie class coming in. And I can't wait to see not only with the Ravens, but across the landscape of the NFL and see what it looks like. You know, we have a new group of uh, guys coming in and being drafted all across the rounds from one to seven. It's spanning three days, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun, and I can't wait to break the aftermath all down. What trades happened, what trades didn't happen, what picks the Ravens got, and we will be here every step of the way to break down instant reaction next week, fresh off the draft weekend. I can't just wait to see how it unfolds, and I can't wait to be there on the socials when maybe mayhem ensues, and there are trades, whether they're for our benefit or they're not. You know, obviously involving Lamar and you know, who knows when that might be. And I can't wait to see what fan reaction there might be. And just I'm echoing what folks are saying out there. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm sure you are, too. And can't wait. And I did. I stress I can't wait, Brandon. I can't wait, man. So with that being said, I think you can wait a little bit yeah, longer. What's that? I think you can wait a little bit longer. Can't wait, man. It's tomorrow <laughs> night. I'm already chomping at the bit. I can't wait. Wish it was tonight. But got to wait one more day. Let's see what breaking news ensues between now and then. Right now, it's all quiet, but as we anticipate what might happen, what might not happen, there's still a draft to be had this weekend. So with that being said, 
Call faithful Baltimore Ravens. Let's fly high. This has been a production of Brando Cash Entertainment. Music by Brad Lepore and Daniel Kelly from the DBK Studio. For more information, go to brandocash.com.